This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. we get to serious conversations here on the show and on Ask of It, we just had one of those around this um, lameness in dogs specifically, I guess, because we get one cat example in her 24-year careers around this cruciate ligament and the injuries around that. And Kels, there's so much to the body, right? Like just the... Um, the side effects of one thing leading to another, leading to another, and the the symptoms we have to look for in our pets to make sure that things are not as far gone as we hope they're not because it just gets worse and worse. Like she was talking about one knee injury leading to the other knee injury mm-hmm. and that the communication is obviously very limited in terms of words and language, but um, there's still a lot of symptoms that we can look forward to, or not forward to, but look towards to see if our pets are doing okay. And uh, Danielle points that out very well during our talks with her. And we have to be the ones to help encourage or take care of and uh, proof our surroundings so that our animals maybe have a little better chance or not likely to do something as much. Because we do it ourselves, running around a gym or whatever, or or, or making yourself do something that your body's not warm enough to do and you pull something or or damage something. Um, it's, It's really a lot of the same and the same things to do to kind of watch for ourselves. Folks, it's uh, a Tuesday. Every other Tuesday, Julia Karanchis joins us, our nutritionist. Hi, I'm Julia Karanchis. Join me on Kelly and Ramya as we dive into the wonderful world of nutrition and wellness with tips to stay healthy and live a vibrant lifestyle. Well, Julia, I have to say, I'm, I'm j- I just don't even have words to say how sore I was at the segment I missed a couple of weeks ago. Was the chili converse? I, I don't even know. What Unreal. <laughs> it was a good one. It was a delicious and very good one, Kelly. But I, I'm, I'm sure it was. It, on, it was good. I'm keeping it on the same train here today, though, in honor of your into. To recognize your absence last exactly. uh, last well, segment, and it, yeah. and it is my chance to make up for missing out. So today, <laughs> but that means I'll be contributing a lot to this one. Uh, this is to baking today. We're going to have a conversation of baking with legumes. Yeah, we're going to talk about that today. I know it sounds a little different. Um, you know, last week we talked about chili. We're going to stay there. We're going to keep the legumes in the conversation. It's a good one to talk about. Uh, so we're going to talk about them in other ways, in ways where maybe if you didn't like the texture of the bean, that mm. you wouldn't. it wouldn't matter. You could disguise it and what we're going to talk I... about today. So I don't know if people realize this, but you can actually use beans or legumes. Sometimes we call them. They're a bit different, but things like chickpeas and black beans and lentils and whatnot in baked goods, things like brownies, pancakes, cookies. Um, And the baked goods would therefore have higher protein, have a higher fiber content. And depending on which bean you used, they would also help to fortify your diet with nutrients such as iron, B B vitamins, as well as magnesium. So after you did your segment, I I did a vanity card for the uh, podcast. And one of the things I make mention is, chili everything almost in it 
It can be a little funny book ground beef if you have it in, but I know you can make all sorts of others. Everything in it I like, not together. And I think this touches on some of what you're saying about more of a texture thing when it comes to it, because I love the spices and everything. So it, what is the benefit for people using the legumes over something like flour? Well, it would offer a gluten-free option. So if people have digestive issues um, with gluten, which is a protein found in certain grains, wheat is a very common one that it's found in, the beans or legumes that you're using wouldn't have it. So it would offer something in that like ease of the digestion. So that's one of the points. Um, but then there's also fiber and protein that are found in the beans. Um, so they would keep you full. They would keep you better energized than say a baked good that was made with just, you know, flour, sugar, and mm. egg. But that, you got you know, the complex because, carbs. That's right. That's right. I mean, and you can bake with whole wheat, but not everything is baked with whole wheat. And it still would give you more than the flour would so it and mm -hmm. it's also very economical because you can use canned beans a lot in things right. so it's it still can be you know very affordable which is really nice and when you are increasing the fiber and we've talked about this numerous times on different segments when we talk about breakfast when we talk about snacking how important protein and fiber are and they should really be very key components to all of the meals that you're consuming and if you add beans to the meal you're going to be ticking off those two boxes, which is really nice. So uh, again, if you know, I think a lot about the diabetics be... too in the group, right? Like it's 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 <clears throat> there are so many pluses here in making the changes you're talking. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, if you're increasing protein and fiber, uh, those are two key components to stabilizing blood sugar levels. So mm -hmm. that's fantastic. Also, if you're eating a snack that is made with protein fiber and then other nutrients that are nourishing the body, you're going to be less likely to crave these other foods that might swing your blood sugar because yeah. you'll feel satisfied. Yeah, that's so, fair too. And then also I'm thinking of flavoring, like, you know how we talk about using herbs and spices and savory instead of just overdoing it with the salt? Uh, I think of it that way as well. If, you know, you're discovering different flavor palettes, maybe you're not necessarily using as much sugar to fill in the blanks. Absolutely, absolutely. A lot of the recipes that you find when you're baking with legumes are calling for things like nut butters or seed butters, you know, sunflower yeah. seed butter, for example, and then honey and maple syrup. So you're not using the straight raw sugar, you're using maple, maple syrup that has a mineral or two in it, mm. um, and you're using them often in less amounts. Okay. So that's nice. And then it's combated a bit, again, with the fiber content and the protein. That always helps. Well, right? well, and so it's got... still, well, no matter what, that upside, especially people, whether they're being weight conscious or you've got to watch your sugars, whatever it might be, it's still, uh, I want to say, healthier than grabbing the brownie we go to the bakery for necessarily in the, the standard. Absolutely. And also, if you have a really busy day and you know, okay, this is my last snack before I'm going to be able to eat a meal or eat something again, you want to make sure that whatever you're eating is going to satiate you for the next couple of hours. And that's right. what beans can help to do. That's yeah. what protein and fiber help to do. And so it can be really useful to, you know, to eat more of these things and to disguise them in ways that are more palatable for yourself. Right. 
Okay, so let's talk about how to actually use them. Like, are we just cooking the beans and then tossing them right into the recipe? I don't Yeah. It. Okay, yeah, great question. And I do want to throw in that I have done this a lot. I actually have some black bean brownies in my freezer right now as we're doing this segment. Um, and so I, I definitely, you know, have tried a lot of things. Um, some really great examples of baked goods that you can do with legumes would be brownies. You would use black beans for those, for example. Another good example would be chickpeas in a chocolate chip cookie. You can also use chickpeas in pancakes. You can do chickpea pancakes. And then there's lentils. And lentils can also be used for pancakes um, or muffins even. So a lot of opportunity for variation here. Um, and again, a lot of opportunity to increase your nutrition for the day, you know, whether you're using those black beans, which are really high in iron, or the other legumes where you're going to find B vitamins. So, you know, part of it is what you're adding to it. So those creamy nut butters are going to really help disguise the texture and the flavor or, you know, the bland flavor of the mm -hmm. beans. And then things like cocoa powder and honey, maybe you've added maple syrup, a little bit of vanilla extract. Those are all going to contribute to the flavor of these items. Um, so how do you bake with them? This is a great question because it is a little bit challenging. So first, they have to be cooked. We're not talking about the legumes in their dried state as <laughs> you would purchase them in a bag. I Can just you want imagine? to throw that. <laughs> <laughs> you this, never know. Yeah. Very it's, interesting well, uh, texture of a cookie. Well, I'm going to make it anyway. It's going to get baked if I throw it all in here and throw <laughs> it in the oven. Yeah, no, that's a little yeah. work beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you would... Could you imagine how much water you'd have to be drinking to try to get that down? Just oh, the, my gosh. <laughs> the pace. I wonder how many people have done mouth. that, right? That's, no. that's, a sitcom, that's a sitcom scene right there ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, really, it's a really good thing to point out, especially if you're not a I baker, think so. is yeah. that there is, yep. is a difference between a canned legume, which is cooked, and then the uncooked legumes, which you would find in the grocery store in bags, like you would a bag of rice, mm -hmm. for example. So, you know, all the baking that I've done with these, these beans has been in their cooked state. I don't cook them myself, and I choose not to do it more so from a convenience and time element. Um, so right. I always have just used canned because I find it significantly easier. I can also buy by the case and so i find it more economical but the caveat here is that you do need to have a food processor or a blender that's the key these are really right. important because what you're going to do is throw in the ingredients all together and then blend them and that's what's going to help not only break apart the skin uh the, the outer shell of those legumes like for example what a ch you know a chickpea can have a little bit of an outer skin um but it's also going to be what disguises the texture. And some of the beans take significantly longer to blend. And so that's something to be mindful of too, so that you don't have, you know, those chunks of mushy texture. Yeah. In, yeah you want it like a mess, favorite. like anything I've had. Yeah. And I can tell like the, like, oh, I, I used to be a big fan of those darn lotus bean balls. And, you know, <laughs> I, I can always taste, not taste, feel. The bean in there, yes, um, as well but it's a a thickness. But I would also compare it that if you would give me a brownie, it still feels like the mix of a brownie. Yes. It may not quite quite taste the same, um, you know. But with everything you're talking about, whether it's honey, whether it's maple uh, syrup, 
it, it's going to really get in there if you do this right and blend it so much. It's going to be powerful in that sense of you're going to say, hey, man, what the heck is this? And what is I'm not going to sit here and pretend you're not going to notice a difference in, in taste to a degree, yeah. but but it becomes, again, as we've taught before, a different style, different type of dessert. Yeah, it's exactly a different style, a different type, a different option. It's just always yeah. nice to have options with things. But when, yeah, when you are baking with legumes, a food processor or a blender is key. It's really a necessity. You're not going to unfortunately get the smooth texture out of the bean if you don't have something powerful to break it down. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes that recipe will require you to put the beans in first with one or two ingredients and blend them first and then right. add the rest of it to, yeah, so that they're like it double. Is, it ends up right. being a very thick paste. Uh, Julia, do you ever try to add, or not add, but like have beans with the flowers so you're kind of half and halfing it for texture's sake? Have you experimented this way? I I personally have not experimented. I have to be honest, I am not a very talented baker. And <laughs> sometimes when I go off on my own, it does not work in my favor. And I have learned many a times wasting many ingredients. I do feel like that does, you know, make sense. And maybe we can stick Mary on this project as a little bit right? of an experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you probably would improve the texture a little bit, but I haven't personally done it. I've always just stuck to whichever recipe I found, which has always called for straight beans. Uh -huh. um, I mean, and it's a not lot of nut butter. It's not unheard of, and it's not new to use no. beans in uh, sweet, you know, like dessert or just sweet foods uh, around the world. So that's well, especially it. in some yeah some other cultures. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. But also, um, I'm thinking, you know, bake-free options of sweets. Like, you know how we talk about energy balls and right. peanut butter balls and things like that. I feel like you could use beans in those circumstances mm -hmm. also. Yeah. If I mean, you that's feel definitely something to ex yeah. yeah. That's definitely yeah. something to experiment with. I might mm -hmm. look into that this week. I mean, I've done my fair share of energy balls. Yeah. All the stuff that I've done with yeah. beans has gone in the oven. And they bake just like regular things yeah, regular it's cookies, already cooked regular anyway brownies. right yeah yeah because yeah. it's that same texture like you say thickness and everything like that and, yeah. and the recipes everybody's done that work for you find them and give them a shot because that was what i was thinking the measuring the amount uh julia wonderful yes. topic thanks guys uh julia Carantis, join us every two weeks on the program opposite wellness with francis wong after the break, we're going to talk about a human rights film festival. This is the 12th year uh, that it's coming up in Toronto. It's this coming weekend. We're going to talk more about it with Desiree McKenzie. Find out more about the project and the organization running it. We'll be right back. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. <laughs> 